This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, and as startups and new businesses get rolling, they may need it sometimes a helping hand from an organization which knows the ins and outs to help build successful businesses. Here in Philadelphia, going back to the late 80s, a pair of individuals tied to the Wharton Small Business Development Center looked for a way to boost entrepreneurial training and consulting expertise. Hence, an organization known as the Enterprise Center was born. Della Clark is currently the president of the Enterprise Center, and she joins us to discuss their work. Della, great to have you with us. Thanks for a few moments. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And, and let me start out with the comment that I made at the top. And, and if it's true in every city that there are times when entrepreneurs and startups just need some assistance from another voice along the way. That is correct. But uh, I want to kind of pick up from the previous speaker as it relates to uh, entrepreneurship. And when you take a founder or a CEO of a startup from a low wealth community, their path and trajectory to success is fundamentally different than someone who comes from, as he referred to, privilege in what I often say prosperous uh, family or community. They're able to get patient capital in the beginning where someone from a low wealth. And so when you look at a city like Philadelphia, which, which really replicates many cities across America, when you have low wealth communities, the startups in those businesses really struggle to get to a level of sustainability and success. So tell us about the, more about the work of the Enterprise Center here in Philadelphia. Well, if you'd asked me that question 30 years ago, I would have said we were a strong resource provider of many programs. We now are refocusing our efforts on capital. We understand capital is the number one disruptor of early stage all the way to mature firms. And they need that capital at different developmental stages in order to meet their growth demands. And so mm -hmm. we really are focused on that, including the balance sheet valuations or EBITDA. And so we are refocusing our efforts to help our clients be able to succeed in this um, year 2022. I would imagine that over the course of time, some of the elements in that process have stayed fairly much the same. But now that we're into this digital world, there are probably some dynamics that are, you know, things that, that, that are relative, relatively new to the process over the last decade or so. Well, profitability didn't change, but I will tell you that the COVID environment has turned many businesses upside down because many of them, as you probably know, had a place-based strategy and their e-commerce platform wasn't as strong as it could have been. Their website may not have been represented the significant investment that it needs to make to survive today. Mm -hmm. So you're absolutely right. Technology now is the significant platform to grow your business on. What about the, the, the state of diversity within entrepreneurship? And I'm thinking more so male versus female. Um. You certainly have more females that are starting and growing companies versus 30 years ago, but the needs of both of them, regardless of gender, is the same. What about the, the challenges along the way, like financial support, access to capital, et cetera? Has that improved over the course of time? I would say there is not a shortage of capital in the marketplace, but there is a lack of philosophical views 
and a commitment to bet on minority enterprises. When you're talking, that still is not as strong, right? When you're talking about a city and obviously the different neighborhoods and communities, I would think that element of community becomes very important as well. It is very important because many commercial corridors who need small businesses to populate their corridor because their corridors are the front doors of their neighborhoods. And many corridors reflect the lack of investment. And there is a perception of poverty in on many other corridors that with investment capital would eliminate. I understand that one of those corridors here in Philadelphia is in West Philadelphia around 52nd Street. Take a moment and tell us what you're doing in that neighborhood. Well, what we're trying to do is uh, this is one of Pennsylvania and Philadelphia's Main Street corridors. Uh, it is classified as a state road. And so we are working to try to transform and bring this corridor back were a standard that it, it had in previous years. Uh, it fell on significant decay. It was um, uh, targeted under the George Floyd when we had the unrest. And so we think that this is the moment in time to bring it back. We are working to look at the infrastructure. We are working with the small businesses. We are trying to bring capital. And really, hopefully within the next five to 10 years, you will see a major significant change on 52nd Street. And, and about 30 seconds left, I just the, the component of working with city government, I would think, has to be an important play here as well. It's very important to work with city government, but we also need them to stand down on some of their requirements in order to bring about change a little faster. Because... Some of the policies and procedures of the government is very costly mm -hmm. and expensive, and time it, it eats up a lot of time in getting projects completed. Della, great to have you with us. Thank you for a few moments today. Thank you. Della Clark, president of the Enterprise Center here in the city of Philadelphia. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.